the Sonic Cinema Production Podcast. Welcome back to the Sonic Cinema Production Podcast. I'm Jack Ward. From the summer of 2016, at the end of a big recording session, I nabbed Keith Morrison to play the Bud Abbott to Milo Costello. That duo was always one of my favorite comedy teams of the past. You know, I love fast-paced humor, and nobody had better timing than Bud and Lou. From one take, I'll have to give it another shot at some time in the future. But this short comedy sketch should begin, shouldn't it? Let's go. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. And now the Sonic Society with Jack Ward and David Alt and season nine. What do you mean? I mean, we were just on a snowy mountain peak before we get a helping hand. From St. Nick. A helping hand up through the door and into a yawning, outstretched desert. Any idea where the control room is? My best guess is forward. Forward? Well, we can't go back, can we? Definitely forward. Well, what if I want to go back? I'm tired of always going forward. This is what they always tell you, that you have to go forward. Constantly. No sense in looking behind you. Well, I, I, I like it in the past. The past was understandable and, and fun. And, 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 and think, think back at the golden age of radio. People, people loved audio then. It was the main source of popular entertainment. Well, that's all lovely and dear, but I do think those trinary suns above us will get hot soon. Yes. Yes. Of course. You may not remember the old-time radio days, but but I do. Well, I, well, well, I wasn't around at the time, but I remember how popular they were in, in reruns in my childhood, and, and even now, people love them. I mean, people... Listen to The Shadow and Sherlock Holmes and Dragnet and Gunsmoke and Jack Benny. Oh, oh, Jack Benny. Why couldn't I have been born as Jack Benny? He had decades of being on the top. And where am I? Suffering heat stroke? I'm sitting on the top of a sand dune in an RSS feed of a podcast in the middle of nowhere. And is it real? We don't know. It could all be a mirage. A mirage? Yes. Like this scorpion here facing me. It's huge. Is it real? There's no way of knowing. This... It stung you, didn't it? Right in my hand. Like the podcast gods. It hates me, too. Oh, Jack, don't be silly. What? There are no podcast gods. I'm gonna die here, aren't I? Yeah, from the look of it. That was a huge scorpion, and the bigger the scorpion, the less deadly it stings. Are you sure? Of course I am. Which one? Oh, which one what? Which one of the three of you is sure? Oh. Well, mostly sure.
nodded off. Well, this is strange. Sitting in this chair by a fire. Are you comfortable, boy? What? Who? You're, you're Rochester. How, how can you be Rochester? That's from the Jack Benny show. Someone pinch me. Here you are. Ow, that's smart. Do you have to be so literal? Yes, sir. So when I say pinch me, you're going to do it? Yes, sir. Ow! Now cut that out, Rochester. Why can't you help me? Ah. What was that? I just threw one in to help you out. Well, th thanks so much. What? What are you visiting for? I don't know. I don't know where I got this suit from. And, and stop calling me boss. Okay. Doesn't he know who I am? This is crazy. Why are you hovering all over me? And where is David? This is nuts. Well. Oh, I'm sorry, Rochester. I just, I, I just don't know where I am. And this constant laugh track isn't helping. I just want to be left... Oh, that's, that's someone at the door. I'll get it. I wonder who that is. None of this makes oh, sense. No, I must be sitting here in the parlor of Jack Benny. Rochester. And this makes sense. I've only heard sound coming from one direction, all around me. It's like I'm, I'm suddenly in mono and no longer able to have sounds coming from different directions. Uh, who's out there, Rochester? Hey, that's Don Wilson, the announcer. Hey, hey, how come you're not dressed? Dressed? Dress for what? I, I'm, I'm sitting here in the parlor in this leisure suit. Who in their, who in their right mind lounges around Hello? in a... Rochester, where are you going? When that line came out of you, I thought you were delirious and called the doctor. <laughs> I, I don't need a doctor. I need to find my bearings. Now, Don, what did you come here to see me about? Well, Jack, your quartet's here, and uh, they prepared a commercial that they want you to listen to. My quartet? I, I didn't order a quartet. I can barely fit in this singlet. Nothing, huh? Okay, I'll bite. The sportsman? Mm -hmm. But, Don, I don't even know wh why I'm here. I, I can't listen to the sportsman sing a commercial. Oh, you've got to hear it now, Jack. They're going away on a little vacation tomorrow. A vacation? Um, all right, where are they? In the living room. Okay, okay. Uh, say hi, fellas. <laughs> now, now, what would Jack Benny say in this situation? Goodness knows it's a setup. Oh, oh, boys, Don says you're going out for a few days. So where are you going? If you know what we know, then you go where we go, where they grow tobacco. Oh, Actually, boys, I don't smoke.
like that. that. That made no sense at all. They just marched right out of the closet and now out the door. They can't be that dumb. Mark, they are so dumb. What? They marked out wearing four of your suits. My suits? Why would I keep my suits in the living room closet? And, and where did Don go, too? Well, well, how do you like that? He left with them. Bob, is there anything you'd like me to do for you? No, Rochester. I just have to figure out how I got here. I'll, I'll just be here on my own. I, I have to think. What was it? That, what was it that got me here in the first place? I think you know very well. David, there you are. What are you doing sitting on that chandelier? You better come down now. You're, you're going to hurt yourself. Well, I'm not going to hurt myself because I'm not David. Now cut that out. You're David Alt, man of a thousand audio drama roles, and my friend. You own a tortoise, and we're stuck in the middle of it somewhere. Look around you, Jack. Does this look like the tortoise? We just spent a week in the desert, and before that, a mountain range rescued by Santa Claus and his sleigh. And, and then we were on a desert island with a toilet, and we crossed the sea in a rowboat chasing after a noise from a demon. So, you know, nothing shocks me anymore. This is some hitherto unseen part of the tortoise where old-time radio shows never quite die. Yeah, but when did you star in an old-time radio show? I, I didn't. This is this is the Jack Benny program. Jack Benny's show. Not anymore, Jack. It's the Jack Ward show. How is that possible? I wasn't even born when the Jack Benny show was on. This is Rochester and, and Don Wilson. This and... is all because you said you wished you could have been back there. Back when it all began. That's just silly. That's just silly. I... I'll, I'll get it, Rochester. Now, now, don't you go anywhere. We're getting out of this place. Hello? Hiya, Jackson. Hey, Jackson, I'm all alone at the house, and I want you to help me out. One minute, Phil. Hey, that, that's Phil Harris, the singer and band leader. He played a host of animated characters from Disney when I grew up, and hey, David... David? David! What is it, Phil? Well, I'm writing a letter to a friend of mine, and I'm stuck. How do you spell entertainer? Phil, you just called me to ask how to spell entertainer? I had what... Well, David was what... Well, why didn't you look it up in the... Inter... I mean, the, the dictionary. I said that ain't in there. Entertainer, of course it's in the dictionary. No, it ain't. I looked all through the end. Oh, Phil, naturally you won't find it in the ends. Entertainer begins with an E. Entertainer starts with an E? Of course, the, the E is silent like the P in your first name. My name starts with a P? <laughs> Phil, this is ridiculous. Don't you even know how to spell your first name? What do you do when you sign a check? Same as you, I cry a little. Phil, I, I, I'm trying to figure out something here. You really can't just phone and... Right, Pops, relax, relax. Maybe if you rest up real good, you can come along with me on the next hunting trip. When I went on last week with the Pip Jackson, we went up to High Sierra. You really go hunting? I, I don't know if I could do that. What did you do, hunt bear? Well, one day we... I didn't just walk into that old gag, did I? Come on, come on, Jackson. Ask me that again. Okay, okay. Tell me, Phil, did you hunt grizzly? No, we shaved every day.
Oh, Harris, to be in your first name may be silent, but the rest of you is dynamite. Oh, that was awful. I, I, I've got to go now, Phil. Goodbye. So long, Marcia. How do you like that guy, Phil? Not a care in the world. Hey, what's with this package? Did David leave it? It's got my name on it. Hey, Rochester, do you know about this package here on the table? Came in the mail this morning. Boss, it's for you. Unwrapping, well... Well, well, what do you know? It's an old vinyl record. I can't understand. Why didn't David just... Well, I might as well play it and see what it is. Hello, Jack. This is Eddie Cantor. You're going to be a guest on my program Friday night. Well, that's the oddest thing. Why would someone just make a record to remind someone they're going to be a guest? But you know, the package was sent to me. It says right here, Jack Ward. Maybe I I am back in the past. Come on, Jack. I'll sign off now. This is Eddie Canada, 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 Canada. Rochester, Canada, lift Canada, the Canada, arm. Canada, the record Canada, is stuck. Canada, Canada, Canada. No, it isn't. I made it this way. Canada, Canada, Canada. Canada. <laughs> gets nuttier and nuttier. Well, hey, look, there's another record right here by the record player. No, no, no this can't be. I got, I've got to play this. It's Dennis Day and Phil's orchestra performing You Must Have Been a Beautiful Baby. Say seriously? Oh, I see. The audience applauds, and this was another setup, of course. Chester. 
Oh, I must have been a beautiful baby. But brother, get a load of you now. Mary Livingston. Hello, Dad. I'm going to do a little Christmas shopping. Would you like to join me? Well, did, uh, maybe in, in a minute, Mary. Well, why don't you come in for now? I, I'm still trying to get my bearings. You alone? Well, Rochester, yeah. And, and, and Phil Harris called a little while ago. He, he just got back from a hunting trip in the High Sierras. The High Sierras, eh? Did he hunt there? Well, he, uh, oh, oh, I've got this one. Hey, Mary, Mary, what did, what did you say? I said, did he hunt there? No, he took his razor with him. About. Me? I I'm still wondering how Phil heard us. He's been off the phone for five minutes now. Well, Jack, I can't wait any longer. I've got to go shopping. Oh, by the way, Jack, uh, maybe you can help me out. Can Rochester hear us talking? No, I, I think he's in the kitchen. Why? Well, I want to know what to get him for Christmas, and it's kind of tough to think of a suitable gift. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, Rochester's been with Jack, uh, me now, for good ten years, and, well, he... He has nothing. I know. Say, Jack, do you think Rochester would like it if I got him a pair of bedroom slippers? Sure, Mary. Uh, bedroom slippers would be fine. Well, thanks a lot for helping me. Well, we, sh we should get going now. I want to see how far this set. I, I, I mean, I want to go. I want to go shopping with Goodbye, you. Goodbye, Rochester, now you you know no one likes people spoiling Christmas gifts. Do you know what happens to people who eavesdrop? Yeah, they get the right size. Now Mary's gone on ahead. I've I've got to go catch up with her. Oh darn it! This this shirt isn't going to be right. Hello, Jack. Well, the door was open, so I came right Bob? in. Bob, Bob Crosby. Wow. You going somewhere? Yeah. You, you must have just passed Mary. I promised her I'd go Christmas shopping with her. I just I just got to change this shirt here. Well, I'll help you, Jack. While you're putting on your shirt, I'll button your shoes. Oh, oh okay. Um, normally, I, I can handle that faster myself, but... Um, um, oh, Rochester, can, can you grab me a new shirt? Yes, sir. Uh-oh. What's the matter? You wear a size 15 and a half collar, and this is only a size 14. Well, why would I own a shirt that's too small? And, and why... Why do you know what, how large my collar is in the first place? Well, uh, all right, if, if I'm ever going to catch up with Mary, let's put it on. Okay. Here's the collar button. Now, hold still. Boy, this collar's really stiff. Just a minute now. There. I got it. How's that, boss? I guess it's all right, but it feels so tight. I feel like... <laughs> oh, great, it slipped off the collar button. Uh, try getting it again, Rochester. Boss, this
Well, well, get me another. I'm already late. Hey, uh, Jack, do you mind if I turn on the radio while you're getting dressed? No, no, go ahead, Bob. I wonder if Mary's still waiting outside. Funny coincidence, Jack, but I just did this song on my TV show this afternoon. Oh? So I can sing it for you right now. Okay. Heart of my heart, I love that melody. Heart of my heart brings back a memory. When we were kids on the corner of the street, we were rough and ready guys, but oh, how we could harmonize. Remember, heart of my heart, that friends were dear then. Too bad we had to part. I know if you would listen, if once more I could listen to that gang that sang Heart of My Heart. strikes a chord. Sorry, thank you, Jack. I, I think I'd better be running along. Well, so long. Oh, by the way, Jack, if you're not going anyplace else after the show, why don't you take Mary down oh, to Gee, the... Bob, I'm really thinking I'm going to be tired. I, I I don't really... I'll bet that Mary would enjoy well, it. Well, I'll tell you what, Bob. I'll I'll ask her when I catch up with her, okay? Uh, hey, that, that must be Mary. Makes sense that she drove here. Uh, coming! Coming, Mary! Uh, see you later, fellas. <laughs> Gee, Mary, I, I'm glad we could find a place to park your car a bit away. So I always like walking to the market. It's such a nice day here in California, even near Christmas. Yeah, one of our nicest holidays. You know, maybe I could get used to this. Walking down the street like this, all the sunshine I want, all the fresh air I need, all the exercise I could enjoy. So far, it hasn't cost you a dime. Yeah. Hey, look, look at those kids playing football. You know, I used to play a lot of sports. Hey, kid, throw the ball over here. Here it comes. Look out, I think it's too high. You have to run for it. Faster. You better jump for it. Wow, what a catch. 
was a good catch. I gotta hand it to you, Mary. How did you do it? I don't know, but you can buy me a new girdle for Christmas. Well, the Rough Riders could use you, but uh, let me. Here, boys. Oh. Oh, thanks. Well, we're here at the market at last. Let's go into the poultry department. Okay. And, Jack, remember what you promised. This time you're going to get a nice big turkey, not like the last one you got. That last one wasn't too small, was it? Go on. You didn't have the heart to chop its head off. You beat it to death at a badminton game. Mary. And I got stuck to the part that went over the net last. Now, don't exaggerate, Mary. Let's let's walk over to the counter and see. Hello. Mr. Kitzel, I'd recognize your voice anyway. Mr. Kitzel, what are you doing behind the meat counter? Oh, I'm helping out here for the holidays. Oh, you're just working here temporarily. Yes, until my boss gets back from the wedding. The wedding? In London. They had one there, too. Yes, yes, I believe a royal wedding, but it was a couple weeks ago. Well, look, Mr. Kitzel, I want to buy a Christmas turkey. Are they very expensive? Expensive. <laughs> expensive? Are they, are they really that high? Um, huh? Come here a minute. Do you know that turkeys are what what turkeys are selling for today? Mm, no. <laughs> well, if you knew, you'd be nervous too. Come a little closer. I don't want the turkey should get hammy. Eighty cents a pound? Is, is that a lot of money? Hey, they got to live too. That makes sense. Say, Jack, while you're getting the turkey, I better shop around and get the thing. All right, all right, Mary, I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Well, what's your pleasure if I can be so accommodating? Well, I, I, I guess I'll get a live turkey, maybe around 25 pounds. Your live turkeys are over there, down by the end of the counter. Oh, right, right. Okay, well, I, I, I think I'll have that one over there. It looks nice and plump. Down your glasses, that's my wife. Oh, oh, yes. I wish I could get 80 cents a pound for her. What? Nothing, I'm daydreaming. Now, Mr. Kitzel, what, what would you suggest? Well, if you want a nice life, turkey, what about this one over here? I've seen plump looking turkeys before, but they're always so full of feathers. I'm, I'm going to feel it. Now hold still, turkey. Oh, sorry about that. I forgot. Cold hands. Well, it looks all right, but I, I wouldn't have the heart to kill it. Mr. Kitzel, how much does this turkey weigh? About uh, 36 pounds. My scale is broken. Oh, well, I'll, I'll weigh it on the scale by the door. Come here, turkey. Now, that's a good girl. Let's go over to the scales. Now, hold still, turkey. I, I have to find a penny. Oh, look, a card came out. What does it say? You weigh 36 pounds, and you ain't long for this world. Well, well if that don't beat all. Uh, there's a picture of the Republican Party on the other side. Uh, well, that's much too big. Oh, Mr. Kitzel. Your pleasure. Well, this, this turkey is too big. 
How much does this one weigh over here? I think 29 pounds. Well, well aren't you sure? Wait a minute, I'll check. Oh, Hattie, how much does this turkey weigh? 29 pounds, but I'll check. Hey, Joe, how much does this turkey weigh? 29 pounds, but I'll check. Hey, Herman, how much does this turkey weigh? 29 pounds, but I'll check. Hey, Zach! to blow the smoke out of your way. David, you're back. I never really left, and I'm not David. You've said that before. Now stop kidding around, David. Be serious. How did I get here? You wanted to be here all your life. Isn't this what you wanted? Your own show in the golden age of radio. It is amazing, but this is Jack Benny's show, David. He's the one who deserves all the applause and laughter. He made this show all his own from working on stage to radio, even to television. He and Rochester and... Mary Livingston and the whole gang. I just feel like like a, a stand-in for the man. That's all we can do when we look into the past, Jack. Substitution. You can't make new history from old text. New history from old text. And David, don't you understand? These guys were golden, not just then, but now. Old-time radio has the most downloads, far more than the new stuff we produce. We can't possibly compete with that. David? David? David, where did you go? can't see through all the smoking. Uh, oh, wait a minute. What? Don? How do we all get to your place? Oh, right, the transition. You know, Jack, I, uh, I was just thinking. What? Maybe I should have called up my wife first. <laughs> Don, what are you talking about? Well, with five people barging in unexpectedly, it might upset her. Don, I don't remember having this conversation. Look now, I bought this turkey and everything, and we, and we gotta have a Christmas celebration, and let's just go in now. It can't be all that much of us. Don't be afraid. Well, it is that I'm afraid, but... Look. I can understand Don's side of it. All of us barging in like this. Barging! Barging! Look, if I had known... Why didn't you say something earlier? Why didn't you call her up at my place? Quiet, will you? I'll tell you what, fellas. You all hide in the rose bushes, and I'll go in and tell Lois that some of the gang might drop in unexpectedly. That'll kind of soften the blow. What? Blow? Come on, Jack. Let's do it his way. All right, all right. How did I get to be the conductor for this bus? Let's go wait in the rose bushes. Oh, these thorns. Make it snappy, Dawn. I'm hungry. Silliest thing I ever heard. Oh, be quiet. Get off my foot. <laughs> Hello, sweetheart. Well, darling, you're home early. Yeah. See, I'm hungry, dear. We got something good for supper? Oh, I'm sorry, darling. I didn't have a chance to do any shopping, so I just opened a can of tuna fish. Oh, that's well, dear. Sitting here in the bushes with a turkey, and we're going to get tuna fish. <laughs> what are you worrying about? You're not even in yet. Hey, that really burns me up. He gets us all the way here, and he doesn't even call her up first, and, and now he's worried. Oh, this is silly. How, how long do we have to... Hey, Dennis, stop eating those roses. Uh, I'm hungry. So am I, but I'm going to wait. How are they? They need salt. <laughs> oh, stop. Hey, Helen, the pork light just went on. 
still there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just told Lois I saw Bob and Mary pulling up in a car, so you two better come in first. Well, what about me? You weren't in the car. Well, well for Pete's sake, I could have been. You made the whole thing up. Let's all go no, in. No, you can't do that. Mary and Bob, come on in first. Let's... Okay. See you later, Dad. This is the craziest mess I've ever gotten into. Yeah. Is this what David said? These aren't my friends. These aren't my scripts. I, I don't want to be Jack Benny. I just want to have the fun that they had. And on top of all this, it looks like it's going to rain. <laughs> It'd be wonderful for the roses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wonderful. I wouldn't mind so much if I could talk to one of my friends. If I could talk to David. But I have to talk to you. What do we talk about? <laughs> Nothing. Just, just be quiet and eat your roses. It's getting chilly too. Dennis, stop rubbing your legs together. You sing with your voice. That's not me. That's a cricket. He's singing three coins in the fountain. Dennis, why do you have to... Hey, wait a minute. Here comes Don again. Hey, Dennis, come on in. Dennis? Yeah, I told my wife I just saw him riding up on his bicycle. Well, well, as long as you're dreaming things up, why didn't you see me on the handlebars? How's the tuna fish holding up? I've still got this turkey to cook. Oh, there'll be plenty. Now, don't worry, Jack. You're next. Well, look who's here, darling. Dennis Day. Dennis Day. Even in the good old days, Jack didn't get any respect. How do I get out of this? It's not too late. Maybe I can walk back to the house. I think I know where it was, and it's, it's still nice out. And... Oh, it's going to rain, all right. I, I walk back to the house and I'll be dead with pneumonia by morning. The thing of it is, I I had a pretty good gig. Sure, it didn't pay the bills by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I used to always say that I was doing this not for the money, but the practice and the fun of it for audio drama. I, I've loved listening to stories for all my life. It hasn't it been true? Wasn't that what David was saying the whole time? Oh, oh, the heck with Don Wilson. I'm going to go and knock on that door. The rain's going to come down any minute. And if he thinks, I'm going to sit out here and... Come up, buddy. Huh? You heard me stick him up. Stick him up? Are you a burglar? I ain't the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, this is perfect. Now, now look, miss. Come on, come on. Where do you carry your dough? Oh, it's in my right shoe. In my right shoe. They don't make good pockets for this suit. But, mister, I I'm not even supposed to be out here. I was invited to a party. Get that shoe off. Oh, but it's raining outside. I'll get my foot wet now, please. Who's that? I'm... Take him out, shut her off, will you? Buddy's calling me. Can't you hear him? Jack! Jack, where are you? Come on in. Not a peep out of you. Putting her out, will you? But, mister, the tuna fish will be all gone. And this turkey I bought ain't cooked yet. <laughs>
Wake up. Wake up. Wake up, Jack. Wake up, Jack. David? David, is that you? Of course it's me. Where are we? We're still in the desert. You got stung by that scorpion, remember? I thought it wasn't dangerous. Well, I'm an astronomer, not a xenobiologist. Expert in rare species of scorpions. I guess this one seemed to give you some pretty vivid hallucinations. You've been out almost all night, raving and sweating. Will I be okay? I guess you sweat through the worst of the poison, at least. How do you feel? Actually... Actually, better than I thought. I, I, I was in old-time radio. Old-time radio? But you were just... Forget about all that. These are really the golden days, David, and they're going to keep being the golden days as long as we have a purpose, and, and we never give up trying. Isn't that what the New Year's all about, trying again? Maybe getting it right this time? Yes. New projects and new possibilities. And old friends. Like the... Well, Costello, I'm going to New York with you. You know, Bucky Harris, the Yanks manager, gave me a job as a coach for as long as you're on the team. Look, Abbott, if you were the coach, you must know all the players. Right, certainly do. Well, I've never met the guys, so you'll have to tell me their names. And then I'll know who's playing on the team. Oh, I'll tell you the names. But you know, strange as they may seem, they give these ball players nowadays very peculiar names. You mean funny names? Strange names. Pet names, like Dizzy Dean. Well, his brother Daffy. Daffy Dean. And their French cousin. French. Gouffet. Gouffet Dean. Oh, I see. Well, let's see. We have on the bags, we have who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I say who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You're going to be the coach, too? Yes. And you don't know the fellow's names? Well, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who? The guy who's playing first base. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. Whose name? Yeah. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's who? Yeah. Look, you got a first baseman? Certainly. Who's playing first? That's right. When you pay out the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar. All I'm trying to find is the fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy that gets the money. That's it. Who gets the money on first base? He does. Every dollar. Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Whose wife? Yes. What's wrong with that? Look, all I want to know is when you sign up the first baseman, who does he sign his name to get the contract? Who? The guy. Who? How does he sign it? That's how he signs it. Who? Yes. All I'm trying to find is what's the name's guy on first base. No, what's on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who is on first? One base at a time! Don't change the players. I'm not changing no Take it easy. All I'm asking you, who's the guy on first base? That's right. Okay. All right. What's the guy's name on first base? No, what's on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Uh, he's on third. We're not even talking about him. Let's get back to first. How do we get to third base? Well, you mentioned his name. Well, I mentioned the third baseman's name. Who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? What's on first? Next. I don't know. He's on third. Well, then we go back on third again. Will you stay on third base and don't go off it? All right, what do you want to know? Now, who's playing third base? Why do you insist on putting who on third base? What am I putting on third? No, what is on second? You don't want who on second? No, who's on first? I don't know. Third, third base. base. Look, you got an outfield? Sure. The left fielder's name. Why? I just thought I'd ask you. Well, I thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's playing left field. Who is playing first? I'm not. Stay out of the infield. I want to know. What's the guy's name in left field? No, what's on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. No, who is on first? I don't know! Third, Third base. base! And the left fielder's name? Why? Because? No, he's in center field. What? Well, that's the fella's name. Look, look, look. You got a pitcher? Sure. The pitcher's name? Tomorrow. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you then. Well, go ahead. Tomorrow. What time? And what time what? What time 
tomorrow or are you going to tell me who's pitching? Now listen, who is not pitching? I'll break your arm if you tell me who's on first. I want to know what the pitcher's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third base. base. You got a catcher? Certainly. Catcher's name? Today. Today. And tomorrow's pitch. All we got is a couple of days on the team. You know, I'm a catcher too. So they tell me. I get behind the plate, I do some fancy catching. Tomorrow's pitching on my team, and a heavy hitter goes up. Yes. Now the heavy hitter bunts the ball. When he bunts the ball, me being a good catcher, I want to throw the guy out at first base. So I pick up the ball, and I throw it to who? Now that's the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, that's all you have to do. Is throw the ball to first base? Yes. Now who's got it? Naturally. Look, if I throw the ball to first base, someone's got to get it. Now who has it? Naturally. Who? Naturally. 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 So I I pick up the ball and I throw it to naturally. No, you don't. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's different. That's what I said. You're not saying that. I throw the ball to naturally. You throw it to who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. Listen, you ask me. I throw the ball to who? Naturally. Now you ask me. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's it. Same as you. you just change the around. I throw the ball to who? Whoever it is drops the ball. The guy runs the second. He picks up the ball, throws it to what? What throws it to? I don't know. I don't know. Throws it back to tomorrow. Triple play. Yes. Another guy gets up and it's a long fly ball to because. Why? I don't know. He's on third and I don't give a darn. What? I said I don't give a darn. Oh, that's our shortstop. Ah!